Hello everyone, Savella Morgan here. Thank you for stopping by and listening to another episode of 21st Century Hannah. Before we get started, I would like to thank my sponsors and my supporters. A great big thank you to Morgan Air Conditioning, Sales, Service, and Installation, serving Tampa, Florida, and the surrounding areas. Morgan Air Conditioning can be reached by calling 813-500-7765. That's 813-500-7765. Thank you, Morgan Air, for recognizing the vision of 21st Century Hannah. Your sponsorship is greatly appreciated. I would also like to thank Alba Digital Media. Alba Digital Media created my childlessnotbychoice.net website and they produce my podcast. It is wonderful to have the same company creating my website and producing my podcast. Thank you, Alba Digital Media, for making me look good and sound good. To contact Alba Digital Media for your website or podcast production needs, visit www.albadigitalmedia.com. That's www.albadigitalmedia.com. Next, I would like to thank Devoted, the musical duo who created my theme music. When I first approached Devoted for possibly creating a theme song for my podcast, I did so because of the pure talent I have witnessed from Devoted. Thank you, Devoted, for all the wonderful music you create for so many people. Devoted can be reached by emailing devotedministries at gmail.com. That's devotedministries at gmail.com. Finally, I would like to thank the owner of Edinburgh Dusters out of Edinburgh, Scotland, for his artistic suggestions on my websites, and on my social media content. Your timely assistance in helping me during the initial stages of building this platform is truly appreciated. If you would like to help create awareness for and about the Childless Not By Choice community by becoming a one-time or ongoing sponsor, please contact me via email at civilla at civillamorgan.com. That's Sevilla at SevillaMorgan.com. As a sponsor, your product will be advertised to a global audience via this podcast, as well as my multiple social media platforms. Thanks again for listening, everyone. Now, on to the show. Well, hello everyone, Sevilla Morgan here. Welcome back to 21st Century Hannah, where my mission is to recognize and speak to the broken hearts of childless, not-by-choice women around the world, women and men. I am spreading the great news that we can live a joyful, relevant, and fulfilled life, regardless of the fact that we could not have children. Thank you so much for allowing me to sit with you again for just another another episode. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Um, So yes, this is another episode. And this episode we are going to call men, 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 men. (laughs) Because uh, in this episode, I want to speak to the men. And um, a little later, I'll I'll delve more into that. But I want to see if um, I can possibly get a couple of of, uh, men to allow me to interview them. Of course, they would have to be 
childless, not by choice, and or um, fertility doctors. But I just want to get a male point of view. Um, I, I I do have a couple of uh, male interviews, um, one from Donald Brandt from a few episodes ago. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, a little bit earlier than that, I have an interview of a gentleman that I spoke to on the now defunct platform, um, video platform. So I I may have a couple of interviews in there, but always it's always good to, to, to get fresh content and fresh ideas going. So um, I guess I'm talking about it now, right? <laughs> um I also wanted to, just to change the subject a little bit, I wanted to give a, a shout out to listener Elaine S. out of uh, Canberra, Australia. Elaine keeps um, the pipeline filled in with links to relevant articles, uh, articles in regards to how women who are childless, not by choice, and in some cases childless by choice, but women who are childless, um, how they we continue to be treated around the world and that's in um that's in in western countries as well because a lot of the links that she sends me are links about stories in Australia and so i'm going to put those links in the show notes so be 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 sure to look out for those and thank you so much Elaine for um for just you know continuing to be so helpful. I really appreciate it. I love when people find such value in the episodes that they make a contribution. I love that. And um, I'm always looking for for a contribution from any listener, anything you want to send me, any stories that you've heard of, let me know. Um, There's another woman in Africa. um, Gosh, I think it's Nigeria. And she she is a, a small groups leader. And she, although she's a mother, she speaks to and encourages uh, a group of women who are childless, not by choice. And I know in a lot of countries in Africa, that can be a real problem. And so um, I, I just want to um, give her a shout out. I, I'm, I continue to, to talk to her on, on Facebook Messenger, and she has sent me a couple of uh, YouTube links as well. So I just really appreciate the uh, contributions and anything. Uh, I'm I'm very open. I think most of you who have listened to you know any number of, of episodes realize that this is not a one man show. It may just be me, you know, talking unless I'm interviewing somebody. You know, it's but it's I'm not a one woman show. I should say, all contributions are welcomed, and uh, so. Be sure to look in the show notes, look at uh, Elaine's uh, stories. She actually sent me a link to a summit that's coming up in October. So uh, be sure to look out for that link as well. It's, it's there in the show notes. And that's actually, I think I'm going to keep that as the first link. So if you're here in the U.S. or if you want to travel to this summit, it's coming up in October. I, I'm not familiar with these people, so I'm not promoting them per se, it's just that um, it's informational. So be sure to check it out. And then she also sent me a uh, couple of more links, as I mentioned earlier, about how women, even even um, you know, women who are, are educated and up in the upper echelons of uh, politics, 
women that are, are managing cities and states and countries, if, if they're childless, the, the comments that are made, it's unbelievable. It's 2017, and it's it's unbelievable. So it's not only the woman in, in, in some country or town in, in Africa who is childless, who feels threatened, but because she doesn't have children, and as she gets older, you know, who's going to help her out? It's the woman who's is running a country. You know, it's, it's amazing to me that we're still dealing with these things in 2017, but alas, we are. And so this is where I find myself trying to create that conversation that's going to make this whole childless not by choice, quote unquote, issue something of regular conversation. It's going to be regular, normal conversation by the time I'm finished with my um, my quest to, uh, I don't know, to bring awareness on a global level. We have got to get to a point in society, global society, where anyone can talk about this at any time. There's no more hush-hush no more whispering about, oh, she didn't have children. What happened to her? What's wrong with her? Even what did she do to her body, you know, that caused her not to be able to have children? And always, you know, blaming the woman when half the time, 50% of the time, it, it's, it could be the man. So I really want us to, to, to get to a certain place in society where we realize and know that men have a lot to deal with, especially in certain societies where they cannot even admit that the issue may be with them, and so they allow their wives to be blamed or, you know, hurt their wives or whatever. We've got to get to a place where that that's just not, you know, that's not an answer anymore. Um, culturally, it's not an answer. There's got to be another way. And so, anyway... Yes, this episode is going to be entitled Men, 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 Men. <laughs> and that's because, you know, I was watching a, a television show the other night, and in one of the storylines for this show, the couple was having fertility problems, and they decided to visit another doctor, a new doctor, I guess. Whatever was going on with their previous doctor, things weren't working, so they decided to go to, uh, I think this was an alternative doctor, and so um, they wanted to go and see if this particular doctor could help them in getting pregnant, and the doctor asked the woman to have labs done to see where she was on the spectrum, etc., etc., and then he turned to the husband and advised him he would have to produce a semen sample, and the husband's response was, why? <laughs> and you know, this is an up-to-date TV show. This is not like an old rerun of something. This is a TV show. In fact, I'm not going to name the, the the name of the show, but it's a show about um, special forces men who go to different countries to help out whenever there's conflict. So this is an up-to-date show about some really macho men and uh, their wives and their families. And um, his response was, why? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how else to say how imperative it will be to have men on board with the issues surrounding childlessness, not by choice. The issues surrounding infertility, and uh, the part they must play 
uh, and the fact that they must be included in the conversation. Uh, we all know that typically men don't like to talk about certain things, and we kind of have to compel them to talk as it is. But for this whole global dynamic to work, we're going to have to get them involved on whatever level we can until they you know, feel more comfortable with coming aboard and just helping out, not just physically, obviously, but, you know, mentally, emotionally. And I know that's tough for a lot of men, but, you know, this thing with wanting children, it's something that's, that's, yes, I've run into women who say they just never got the feeling that they ever wanted to have children. And that's fine. But that's just a small percentage, as far as I can see. Most women want or wanted children. I and mean, that's just the bottom line. That's how we're made. There's always an outlier percentage for anything. So the woman who says she never got the feeling or got the bug, that's fine. That doesn't mean there's anything wrong with her. There's nothing wrong if you don't want children or you didn't want children. Because as I always say... I believe that every child that comes through the birth canal should be uh, wanted and loved and treated with respect and, and, and given the opportunity to live a life. And we really have to realize that children are human beings. They're what I call little people. They're people. They're not just little rugrats or little bah humbug beings until they're adults. You, you've got to start out with them. Uh, realizing that they are people and see the end result of them. Yes, when they're born, they're cute little babies. Um, some people say babies are ugly <laughs> when they're first born. But I think everybody's beautiful. I think every human being is beautiful. So these are cute little babies. Yes, they are. And they're going to be reliant on you for for quite some time. But I think we have to think about the end result. We really have to think more as human beings about uh, what I call down the road, around the corn, and over the hill, meaning that these people are one day going to be adults. And we all remember how we were treated, whether we were treated well or mistreated as, as children. And yes, we, we're going to have to deal with it and, and get on with life. But if you at all have any control over taking care of a child, whether you're a parent of a child or an aunt or uncle, grandparent, you know, if you have a child in your life, I I strongly suggest that you do the best by them that you can because um, they, they deserve that. Because I always, the other thing I always say is, they didn't ask to be here. None of us asked to be here. So I think that if they're here, just treat them well. Just Just treat people the way you want to be treated, bottom line. Anyway, so back to the men. Yes, they must be included in any conversation that we have uh, to bring understanding of, of the child is not by choice dynamic and it has to be done globally. Men are typically the, the heads of households around the world and um, so they have a lot of things on their plates and, uh, and in some cultures the man is in control of every aspect of the family and so even more so, they have to realize that um, we as women, we are adults, we're human beings, you know, we're not property, and we, most of us, we do want to have a child. We're not trying not to have a child, because especially in those societies where it's 
It's not good to be childless. It's not like we're trying not to have your child. It's it's that it's just not happening. So find out why it's not happening. Find out if maybe there's something that that can be done for you. Like I said earlier, half the time it's the man. Maybe just like a woman may just need a tweak of a fallopian tube. Maybe she had a blockage. There can be blockages in men too. It could be really simple. So just keep that in mind, you know, as you go about your your life and, and, and with the, the spouse that you chose. Try everything, you know. Don't blame the woman for everything. Just try try different things. See different doctors. And I know a lot of times that costs but um, I really want to to bring home that we just in, in 2017, in the 21st century, cannot continue to mistreat women, maim women, divorce women, have the in-laws just mistreating your wives because they're not producing. And in some cases that I've heard, the wife knows it's not her fault, but she's trying to um, help the man save face. Well, go to a doctor, go to another town or something, do something, try something different. So, and on top of that, um, everyone, men and women, have to be aware um, of how important proper nutrition is. Uh, nutrition is, is going to be the key word this year in, in, in my episodes, because I think it's so important on a um, physical, mental, and emotional level. And I know that in many societies... Good nutrition is hard to come by, but if you can get some fruit or vegetable into your diet, you know, just see what you can do. Just do the best you can with getting um, that that fruit or that vegetable into your diet as often as you can. Um, and just keep in mind that um, that goes for both men and women. Men have, have to eat properly too. And um, just like a lot of times women may have to lose a few pounds to... Um, to to have a better chance at uh, getting pregnant, men have to do that too, and um, so yes, and I'll have I'll have a doctor on, and hopefully a male doctor to prove that point sometime in the future. So this is me reaching out now. If there are male um, doctors out there, infertility doctors that would like to be interviewed, this is open call. <laughs> so. I'm always looking for great interviews um, that would help the, the, the listeners here. And uh, so this is an open call for males. Yes, I've interviewed female doctors, female psychologists, um, but I, I would love to speak to a male doctor to get a, a male doctor's um, view of, of, of infertility and just what's going on in the world of uh, PCOS, um, endometriosis, um, blocked fallopian tubes, uh, you know, everything that, that, that causes us not to be able to have children. And uh, maybe even a male psychologist um, to bring light or shed light onto women like myself where um, I just never met the right person to have a child with and I ran out of time. And that could mess with you mentally and emotionally. So, you know, just... uh just know that I've got an open call out there. So, um, you know, I know that this is probably going to touch some nerves, and that is 
not what I'm trying to do in a bad way, maybe in a good way. I want to um, maybe just kind of bring some light or shed some light onto this um, for the men. And so I, I'm not going to pretend to understand the things of the male ego. And I'm never going to understand that or pretend that I do. Just like I, most men will not pretend to understand women. <laughs> you know, that men are from Mars, women, women are from Venus thing. So I'm not trying to understand the male ego and what men must deal with. I know that uh, men have a lot of responsibility. That's how society raises men globally. That's how men are raised to um, to take the lead. And so I know that you have a lot going on, maybe emotionally, physically, spiritually. And uh, then if, if there's difficulty um, having children, that just adds another layer. So uh, I know that you have a lot to deal with. I don't know what your interactions with your male friends must be like, especially those who have children. I would think that... Um, Many men have the same issues of not producing as women do, but maybe in a slightly different way, maybe in an egotistic way, where for women it's emotional, where we feel second class or less than. A lot of times that's those are ways that we make ourselves feel, and sometimes society makes us feel that way, whether we are uh, living in the Western world or not. Um, there can be little comments made. I've, I've talked about these comments before, whether they are meant or not, um, that are hurtful. And uh, so it could be the comment that, well, maybe it wasn't God's will for you to have children. And those comments come from people who have children. Or the comments could be that maybe you're cursed in some societies it's seen as a, as you've been cursed by someone if you're not able to produce children. So there are different um, cultural comments and thought processes that are going on, and that's why I'm tackling this issue on a global level. It's not enough. I think our world is so small anyway that it's not enough for me to sit here and talk to just the Western world because... That's the world I'm familiar with, having grown up here in the United States, although I was born in the Caribbean, just hours away from the United States. Having been here since I was four, this is culturally, although, yes, I've been back to my birthplace many times, and I'm surrounded by family from there, so culturally, I, you know, I'm enmeshed in that. I'm still very culturally probably more so aware of the American culture because this is where I was raised. And so I can't speak for people who live in other countries, like in um, other continents and different countries in Africa. I can't really even speak for Australia or New Zealand or Germany, but I know that the human dynamic on some level has got to be the same around the world. And as our world continues to, to shrink, to get smaller, culturally things may remain the same, but on a global level, I think we're all pretty much on the same page. And so I, I just want to bring awareness on a global level, and 
I, I want us to think about how we talk to each other, how we interact with each other, and just remember that no one lives in a vacuum. Remember that not everyone goes to to baseball or softball or soccer practice on Saturdays with their children. And not everyone needs a babysitter to go out on a date <laughs> on Saturday nights. Um, not everybody's living the same lifestyle. And I think if we keep that in mind, it's not that anyone is asking uh to be felt, you know, for, for us to feel sorry. for We don't need sympathy, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Nobody's asking for sympathy. Empathy is what I always ask for. Empathy. Just think about the other person. And I always ask the single or and or childless, not by choice woman to keep the marriages um, in their circles. Keep those marriages in prayer because marriage and children can't be easy either. But those of you who are married with children, remember that some of us are single and or childless, and that's not always easy. So I think we just kind of have to keep each other in mind on a global level. And I think if we do that, there will automatically be more empathy. And that means also then thinking about the men who are having to deal with childlessness as well as the women who are dealing with childlessness. And um, I'm not Pollyanna. I, I don't have rose-colored glasses on. I'm not saying that that's how life is and how we should live our lives, a Pollyanna-ish type of way. I'm just saying that we just need to, 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 to give a second thought before we say something. Count to ten. Think about what we're saying instead of saying things off the cuff. It's uh, It's... It's not, um, we don't get it right every time, but I think if we think more, that um, there'd be less less problems, less issues, less of these articles, like, I'm, like I said, I'm going to be posting um, in the show notes, less of these comments from people who are supposed to be so educated that they're making, um, you know, about these women, well-educated women who are running countries and cities and states and and as i said earlier 2017 still having to hear certain things it doesn't make any sense it's unbelievable anyway so men um just know that i know i i, I talk about women a lot a lot a childless not by choice women and that's because i am a childless not by choice woman but i i'm thinking about you all too i know you have your own dynamic to deal with your own issues to deal with and um, all I can say for you guys is to just, you know, do the best you can with what you have, where you are. Um, do the best you can by your wives, your spouses. And uh, just know that, that somebody out there is thinking about you, praying for you, hoping for you. And uh, that you're not as uh, alone as you think. And sometimes it's, it's just a matter of conversation with your spouse that could really turn things around for you. So... Definitely not here to beat up on you guys. I just want you to know that I'm thinking about you. And um, if any women are listening to this episode and you, you know of a man who may appreciate hearing it, of course, forward the episode on um, to couples or to men who are dealing with infertility. 
or childlessness not by choice. So a pretty short episode um, this time around and uh, I just wanted to just give a shout out to the guys. So don't forget to look at the show notes. Thank you, Elaine, for the links. And I want to give a shout out to Mimi too. Mimi was very helpful to me. This past uh, weekend, I was at a um, a podcaster's convention. It was a three-day convention here in the Orlando area. And um, Mimi was very helpful. And I really appreciate how she just, um, you know, came to bat for me. I won't go into any details, but she was just really there for me. It seems like every time I go to an event, um, a, a lot of times really, I don't know if it's like, um, the physical environment or whatever, but, uh, the other thing that I'm dealing with is, um, is allergies and, uh, just, I just had a humongous migraine that turned into a, um, sinus headache. Imagine that. Can't, I just, oh my gosh, I don't know which is worse, but for, for it to turn from one to the other is just unbelievable. But, um, Mimi was around and she really helped me out. So I really appreciate it. Mimi is a listener. Mimi is a mom and she is still a listener. So it's not just the, the childless, not by choice women are, who are listening. And I, I appreciate everyone who listens and who contributes. So I just really think that this is going to be a really big and global thing. And I really appreciate the people who belong to the, the groups, whether it's the group who of people who may not fit the dynamic but have joined the group because they just want to be supportive and also the people who are in the private group the closed group thank you all so much for your contributions um silent and spoken and you know i'm always asking for you to give me a shout out if there's something you want me to talk about tell me uh, i'm trying my very best to be relevant to, to everyone in the audience. Um, you know, I'm not trying to be all things to all people. The subject matter is childlessness, not by choice. But if there's something that I'm just not talking about and you just keep thinking, why won't she bring this up? Why won't she talk about this? What What is it that she's avoiding? I'm not avoiding anything. It's just that maybe I just don't realize that I'm not talking about it. So please, if there's something that you want to talk to me, want me to talk about, um, even if you feel like you have something to contribute to the to our community, you know, give me a shout out. Email me Sevilla at SevillaMorgan.com. Sevilla at Se- I'm, yeah Sevilla, I'm sorry Sevilla at SevillaMorgan.com and. Uh, I don't even know my own email address um, or books by Sevilla Morgan at gmail.com. Just reach out to me. And if you can't find me that way, for whatever reason, all my contact information will be in the show notes as well. But I hear from a lot of people on Facebook Messenger. So feel free to Facebook Messenger me. I usually respond within 24 hours or less, but give me at least 24 hours unless I'm at something, some event or something. And um, I will get back to you as soon as I possibly can. I do talk to people. I vet people before I bring them on. So if you're local, I'll probably meet you for coffee or talk to you via Skype. If you're not local, I'll talk to you via Skype. 
but I want to see who you are and how you are before I bring you on to an episode. So just know that whether you're a doctor or a layperson, that's my, my process because I want to make sure that I'm bringing relevant content, good content, healthy content to the listeners because I respect you and I respect what you're having to deal with. And so just know that I always, um, I vet everybody that I bring on. So anyway, um, it was nice uh, stopping by for just a little while. I thank you for stopping by and listening. I hope that you found good content um, in this episode. I hope that this was a word of encouragement for the men. And um, feel free to reach out to me with anything that you need. You know I'm here. So thanks again for listening. Have a great one. Until next time. Bye.